Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. You currently find me out in Dubai, of all places, doing some gigs out here for the wonderful Laughter Factory with Gail, Duncan and Ken, wonderful people. If you find yourself in Dubai and and you see the Laughter Factory is on, I urge you to go along. It's one of the best clubs in the world. I'm out here with Adam Rowe and Brennan Reese. We had a lovely time. We had our first gig tonight, which went very, very well. Very well indeed. And then we had a few drinks afterwards. And then, uh, and then someone advised us to go to a club. Um, it was called Lock, Stock and something. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing to do with me being old. I don't care what people say. I'm quite happy to go up in the club and have a wander around. But... Um, yeah, this was like Fast and the Furious, but without, without the culture. <laughs> it was fucking. It was a. <clears throat> we didn't stay in there very long, and then uh, the two lads have gone off. I don't know where they've gone, but I just went. You know what? Granddad's out, so I went back to the hotel room, and now I'm doing this. Um, yeah, having a nice time, having a good time. Uh, I hope you lot are well. I hope everything's fine with you as well. Uh, soon be Christmas. God, this year has gone so fast, isn't it? I think so. It seems like only yesterday that I was taking the decorations down, and now in, in a couple of weeks' time, I've got to put them back up again. <laughs> madness, absolute madness. Um, my guest this week is JJ Whitehead. Now, JJ Whitehead is, uh, I've known him, I've worked with him uh, over the years since I started comedy uh, many times. He's a lovely, lovely guy, he's a Canadian guy, but he's also. Um, he's one of the head writers for, or the head writer, I think, for Jim Jeffries, for the Jim Jeffries uh, show out in out in America. Um, and uh, we were doing Edinburgh, and our shows were in in the Gilded Balloon, so in the same building. So we kept we kept bumping into each other, and we're like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So one morning I went to, was it one morning? It was an Edinburgh morning, so it was two p.m. Um, I went to where he was staying. He was staying uh, with the wonderful Ed Byrne, as you know, uh, Mock the Week, a uh, wonderful comic um, uh, who makes a, uh, a silent cameo in our, interview, in, our, in our chat. I keep saying interview, stop saying interview. In our chat. Uh, I was worried I thought we'd upset him, and then he took his earplugs out, so it's fine. Um, so, uh, without further ado, please welcome JJ Whitehead. So, yeah, so, so this morning I woke up. And I, I was just telling Jade about it actually, because it was um, the dream. I said I pooped in my hand. Yeah. yeah. I, I was stood at the Isn't side. That's a great festival. That's a great, great stress, festival dream. Stress dream. <laughs> so I, I was. I remembered it after I spoke to you. I was stood at the side of the stage. And Jade was on stage, and everyone was looking at me pooping into my hand. <laughs> So what does that say about me? I don't know. It says that you've had enough of the fringe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just pooping it in my hand. Isn't, it, it. Um, isn't that uh, like the homo sapien act of rebellion? You know, they're just shitting you. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it, yeah. Like throwing oh. your shit at something. <laughs> so maybe. I've had enough. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw my shit at this. I want to go back to my base instincts. Done with this. Yeah, my, my base ground zero instincts. And just throw shit at shit this fucking problem. <laughs> oh, man. But you've had a good time on overall, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been all right. Well, there's always... Yeah, but I'm, I am pissed off about the room. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Bodger, whatever we say on here, you can edit out. 
We can, that? <laughs> whatever we say on here, you can edit out. Would we have to? Nah. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon we can slag off Karen. <laughs> nah. The room, yeah, the room yesterday was just—it was just running off me, like just. Yeah. And I kept rubbing my nose. It looked like I've been doing a load of coke. Yeah. And it's yeah. See, I made a coke reference to my audience as well. No, oh, yeah. Because I also felt guilty because maybe I was drinking, so I'm sure alcohol. <laughs> I'm sure alcohol is coming out of me. Yeah. You know, to an extent, but uh, I, I said to my eyes, like, did you guys see Robin Williams live at the Met? Do you remember how much he was sweating? And I was like, but of course, he was on a lot of coke. Yeah. I'm not on any coke. And I felt the audience kind of going, yeah. Yeah, okay, this again. Mm. They do get bored with it. If we keep mentioning it, I've noticed that. Mm. I was, I've, I've, there's a bit in mine where I talk about it, and they, you just see them go, oh, yeah, we get it. All right, we've done it. It's boring. Mm. Move on. Yeah, because they're enduring it as well. Yeah, yeah. They're like, it's the fourth show they've seen. One guy got up and tried to put the fan on me. <laughs> I have two fans. Yeah. He tried to turn it and put it on me, and then I said, I don't think it'll make a difference, man. Like, I, what I've noticed is I am just going to sweat. You're, like, just, and then he got back up and put it back on him. <laughs> and I kind of laughed at that because I was like, wow, he changed his mind quickly. He yeah, just, that's how quickly like, he, got, he got hot. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, look at Lee Evans. Lee Evans used to sweat. Oh. Three suits. Yeah. You know? And but people went, maybe that's it. Maybe our comedy's not strong enough to carry a sweaty body. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, that. It fucking, don't ever believe that, man. <laughs> of course it is. Um, so. But yeah, so, so yeah. that does piss me off. It's a long way to come for a shitty room. Mm. Yeah. I remember saying, at the beginning, I said to Marcus Berman, <clears throat> I said, oh, it's got the vibe of like a free fringe room. I feel comfortable. He went, oh, nice one for spending all that money. Yeah. To get a free fringe vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I don't even think people were sweating that much in the 80s. No. <laughs> you know? So but It's all curtained off as well, isn't it? So it all, it's all like, insulated. Yeah, like these should be the, it should be the best gigs of the year. Yeah. And instead... Like, You're just having to make do, yeah, making do. Yeah, yeah. We should, we should feel that way. Like I did the Shrewsbury Comedy Festival before the Fringe. Mm. That was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a great gig! <laughs> you Shrewsbury. Yeah, I've done, I've done the post office in the old post office. There's a good gig there. Yep, that's, that's I've not a nice done, gig. Yeah, I've not done the festival. I've done. I supported Tom Stade there <clears throat> at the theatre. It was good. Yeah, it was a good one. So yeah. you, are you living in LA now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, how's that? Yeah. I mean, that's it's great. I mean, they know about aircon. Yeah, yeah, everywhere's got aircon. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and now you're here, and it's hotter than LA. <laughs> it fucking is. You know, when I got to the abattoir last night, I felt faint. <laughs> we're gonna do this video game game show thing. Yeah, we tonight. are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. it starts. I still have 15 minutes left in my show when it starts. Okay. So I'll be getting there, but I'll be getting there yeah. probably fucking <laughs> drenched. So I'll be coming straight off stage. Buddy, there's Ed. He looks in great he shape. He does look great. He looks stellar. Ed Byrne has some wonderful <laughs> underpants. <laughs> He's got wonderful <laughs> underpants and a, and a t shirt on his head. On his head. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had a t shirt on as well. So it's not like he got. He doesn't have long hair right now. No. Why does he have a t shirt on his like head? A do rag. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a t-shirt like a do-rag. All right. He had a good night. He's had a good night then. But it was last night. It was that, it was that, um, it was just out. We weren't on it, but we were drinking and there was constant yeah. booze. We weren't on it. 
constant booze, but everybody looked like zombies. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's exhausted beyond repair yeah. now. Just staring at each other with these vacant looks. Of like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, bail me out of here. Just want to go home Stay now. Stay Burnley's Burnley. Hey, He's so lost. Hey. 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 <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Never know what compo from that last of summer wine used to look like. <laughs> you lost the t-shirt. Yeah, where's your where's your head t-shirt? Yeah. It's uh, you know, I took it off because it's over a week. <laughs> that was good luck, man. I genuinely saw you guys and I thought, don't tell me you've been up all night, have you? <laughs> oh, uh, God. Those days are gone. Two thousand and nine. Oh man, there you go. Get a special guest appearance. Yeah. <laughs> looking great. Oh, wow. He's he's honestly if you could define what a comic would look like with one day left. One, yeah, yeah. one show left. <laughs> what a comic would look like if he'd been put through a washing machine. <laughs> wow. He did not look good. <laughs> Fantastic. Good colour though, look nice shade of red. What on his pants? <laughs> on his face. His pants match his face. <laughs> For the first time in the festival. <laughs> but oh it wasn't, there was a lot of that yesterday. There was just... Yeah, uh, people just, just had enough. Well, I, yeah, I mean... Oh, shit, sorry. I don't know if I told you, but I, uh, I changed my shirt halfway through my show as well. Yeah, right. It was so hot and sweaty. <laughs> so... Like, I changed my shirt before the show, changed the shirt halfway through the show. By the time I showed up at the at the abattoir last night and we were all drinking, I was on my <coughs> fifth shirt. My back, the bag on my back was getting so heavy with sweaty shirts that it was yeah, making right. me sweat. It's like... We're in Scotland. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's like you're wearing a t-shirt out there going still yeah. sweating. This has been the hottest and the wettest <sighs> fringe in yeah. history. Yeah. It's yeah. not even got one of those things of, you know, the, you know those years when you come to the fringe and your audience is wet, but you're watching steam come off of them? Oh, yeah. That hasn't been happening. No, no. No, they're just wet like like logs <laughs> sitting in there exhausted. Just marinated people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so this, everybody looks beyond exhausted. Oh man, yeah. Last night it was a few people, and they're all big-eyed. And then you're like, "Have you had a good time overall? You had a good time?" Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, I think it has been. I think it has been a tough one. It has been yeah. a slog. Yeah. More than more than other Edinburgh. It's been quiet. More, more even, quiet. even legendary Phil Nichol said to me, "These are his lowest numbers really? in, in ten years." Wow, and he's a fringe. But also, favorite. you can just see it on the streets. Yeah, like, like we don't have to fight through crowds and stuff as much. Nah. So I just it's street traffic alone. Yeah, you can tell it's down. Yeah, people just can't afford it. It's yeah, like, it's like seven pounds for a toasted cheese sandwich. You know, like, right? Man, you can't. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The changing dynamics. Well, somebody was telling me too that everybody's going on holiday to Europe oh, while, just while they can. Before <laughs> they have to fill out the forms. Yeah, they're trying. To, they're trying to get in that last little bit of freedom of traveling. <laughs> Before oh, they have man. to live by their mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I read that the other day. They were saying, yeah, they, yeah, they keep they keep leaking little nuggets of information. They go, oh, yeah, look, yeah, we, oh, we're going to run out of this food or that, and then and then the next week is like, oh yeah, by the way, you won't be able to move around like oh, you could, Jesus. and just little bits at a time. It's like, why are we doing this? Yeah, it's just fucking mad. 
I know. What about the people that live here as well? Who've been? Oh, I had I had a taxi driver who's from Poland. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. He's been here for years. I mean, I don't know how it works. Maybe he's. No. Maybe you get grandfathered in. I mean, I. I guess yeah, that would be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough <laughs> of like what kind of deal they're. Like they no. get like I would assume you grandfathered in if you were here from yeah. the European Union you've started a family here and you've been living here I would imagine sure you'd be all right yeah, yeah. but, but, but then again no, look what's no. happening in America oh, Donald Trump's got ice like knocking down people's doors and stuff <laughs> kids who were like born in America and went to high school yeah he's like, not, you're out. watching their father get dragged away and then they're told that they're next it's and they never yeah. lived there it's madness yeah, there's Fucking some kid who's never even lived in, was it Iraq or Iran? And he got deported there. He's never even lived there. What? But yeah, but he was it's born to Iranian parents in, in America or whatever, and they and they gone, well, you're Iranian. And he keeps changing just, the laws. He's yeah. like, because he's in power now, he's like, oh, I'm just going to change that. Yeah. Get rid of that law, change that. So, yeah. He's, he's just, he's undoing the machine from... It's, <laughs> it's messy days, man. Yeah. The Americans aren't, uh, the Americans are just as not clever as you think they are. <laughs> You know, from living above them. Actually, there are plenty, plenty of good. Well, I know from living with them now because this <laughs> oh, is, yeah. I'm on, I'm on heading into four years living with them. But I'm not kidding that a lot of them. I actually opened my show with telling people that there's a lot of Americans who I've met who think Brexit is a place. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, I swear to God, I had, and in fact, it happened in St. Louis again. I was in St. Louis just before I came here, and. Uh, and like some some of the punchers are talking to me after the show, and they're like, "Oh, and you, so you're gonna do Europe for the summer?" I was like, "Yeah," and Britain, and they said, "Oh, are you gonna go to Brexit?" <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you gonna go to that Brexit place where it's all kicking off? This is this rough estate. Yeah, and I was just asking these Americans, "Can you tell me what you think is happening?" <laughs> well, there was this meeting in Brexit. I think it's like it's Northern Britain or what? something. And in Brexit, and everything went went crazy. And I guess they're they're having this disagreement. Like, That's not. <laughs> what it means man it's not like the Kyoto Agreement or the Paris Accord it's not this wasn't the Brexit thing this was the Brexit meeting the Brexit Agreement the town of Brexit bringing yeah. the country to its knees yeah man I was like no it's like Brangelina yeah take away the two yeah oh, man. A, you gotta blend the two <laughs> So yeah, so let's oh, hope, wow. let's let's hope that you guys don't get don't get that. So the rest of the world just, is just looking at us like we're the yeah we're mad. Like yeah. We're the biggest dummies going. Like, yeah, well, you... I mean, I loved it here. The fifteen years I lived here, yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, when we do all those European gigs, it was just yeah, so yeah, easy yeah, yeah. to nip great, over man. to Stockholm and do a show <laughs> and then come back. Yeah, and now we're gonna have to fill out forms and. Oh, dude, and that, it, Trump's they got people going through your tweets to see if you've slagged off Trump. No, do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, if you, if you, when you're trying to get a, a visa, right. they'll go through and see if you've made any comments. And if you, if you have, yeah, you, you're not coming. Well, I'm waiting on my visa right now, so <laughs> maybe I should double check. Yeah, but I would go through your tweets, man. Yeah, but maybe, if, but, but I don't think I really. I try not to get too political on Twitter because I try mm. to have fun. And plus, I write for a yeah. political comedy show anyway, so I try to leave yeah. that. I <laughs> don't want to bring leave, work with you. Yeah, to, I try to yeah. leave that crap in my writer's room, and then, <laughs> and then more on Twitter, I'm more like, I'm having popcorn for breakfast. <laughs> it's more a big clown. Maybe, I'm a jovial yeah, clown. Maybe it's my own escapism. Yeah, it's, it's just easier to do. I don't want to because I don't because I think it's just an echo chamber anyway. Of oh, when, dude, you, yeah. when you do when people who are grabbing up the mantle and 
yeah. screaming into Twitter, oh, man. this is what our president is. Or, I just, <laughs> yeah. well, why I you do? It's not, that doesn't change anything. No. It's like people sharing videos of the Amazon burning, and you go, yeah, that's, that's an awful thing to be happening. But you sharing that video, that's not changing anything. You're not, yeah. we're already, you're already, we're already connected, so we're already aware. Yeah. We're already on the same wavelength. What do they call so. it? They call it clicktivism. Is that what they call it? It's called ah. clicktivism. And it's like, so it's their, they get pride by going, well, I'll forward this. Click. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> I am a noble human being. I just did my little clicktivism. <laughs> now I'm going to just grab my water bottle and I'm going to leave the house. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. I'm learning. See, this is, this is what America is teaching me, too. I'm learning all these little sayings. I've learned uh, ratioed. Have you heard that one? Uh, yeah. What does that mean? Getting though? ratioed. Ratioed. That's, uh, so that's when I think both sides do it, both the right and the far right and the far left of of a, well, I guess of the world, mm. political structure or whatever, but it just means that they go to a YouTube video of yours or, or like, or say your podcast or something and yeah. they give it tons of thumbs down. So they rally uh. all, their, all their allies and they'll say, go, go to this clip, give it thumbs down. And then that's why you see in the comments section, you'll see a whole bunch of idiots without biographies or anything yeah. just commenting like, I'm just here for the ratio, man. Oh, that's what that means. Like, you've been ratioed. And, when, and it's so late. Because <laughs> I guess it, to them it's a victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they think the clip sits there with like 3,000 thumbs down to 150 thumbs up or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Like, yeah, right on. But it doesn't do anything. I'll, I'll tell you right now, because Jim Jeffries gets, so the, uh, of our sh yep. the show, the guy who I write for, he was on the Conan O'Brien show. And, and of course, he's got some far right yeah, guys yeah. who are trying to take him down. Some far left people who are trying to take it. <laughs> so he's quite. It's really tough being a diplomatic moderate <laughs> because diplomatic moderates are nice, and and we kind of listen to both sides, and then we and then we find a middle ground sometimes. Yeah. Go, okay. Well, that's a little bit crazy, but let's if we reel it in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> whereas, but but we but but diplomatic moderates don't really have any like vociferous. Or loud people yeah, backing right, them up because yeah, yeah, we yeah. all just kind of sit in the middle, going, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, and then, uh, but the but the far right and the far left are so vocal, yeah. so you don't you like you can't get away with being a moderate, really. Like it's, nah. it's it's really hard for that. So anyway, he's got both sides, but mostly, of course, far right because Jim is more liberal bent, and our show is more liberal. Yeah. So even when the far lefties come after him, and that fades very quickly, <laughs> they, they, start, they start to realize, wait a minute, Hang on a minute. he's I, one of us. Yeah, I think yeah. somebody does eventually go, look, come on, <laughs> look, come well, on this, this is all the other stuff he said. Yeah, stop going after your allies. Come on, you morons. Stop trying to score points by going after your allies. But the far right guys, uh, yeah, they so the ratioed thing. So Jim was on Conan, right in the middle of having a to do with, with, with somebody. And then, uh, so they rally the far right guys. They're like, let's ruin Jim Jeffries' newest clip. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll ratio him. And uh, it was really funny, because I was hanging out with him. He goes, ah, they did that stupid ratioing thing. <laughs> this is what he was showing me. <laughs> so they went to a clip with him with Conan, and they're like, tons of thumbs down. And they're like, we got you, Jeffries. <laughs> we got you. Canceled. And, and then, uh, and then uh, the producer from Conan calls Jim. So Jim's there, and he's like, he goes, oh, shit. He sees it's the producer from Conan. He picks up the phone, 
Um, and he goes, hello. He goes, he goes oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that they're giving all those thumbs down on the clip. And the producer goes, it's our most viewed clip ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. So backfired. So. <laughs> yeah. So the first was like, when can you come back on the show? <laughs> so that's just it. These little petty motivations or petty goals yeah. that some of them have to do all these things. They don't, they don't do it. Nah. So they, yeah, so they just wanted to book Jim back. <laughs> So these guys are like, we're ratioing you. And meanwhile, executives at TBS or whatever are going, look, the- views, look at these views. These views are awesome. So they, everybody's got their own stupid metrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's it, all that. Everything that goes on online. Just, it, I, it, I've seen people freaking out. I had it as well. Before I came out, I put a, I put a poster for my show on Facebook. And we boosted the post to yeah. you know, advertise it. And on it, it says, uh, last year I was described as being a woke feminist geezer right. by the list. So we put it on the poster. So I thought, that's quite funny. You yeah. Know? So I put it on the poster. Man, people lost their shit. Right. Like, yeah, it just unraveled. And there's these guys, and they're really going for it. And then, <clears throat> and I'm going, look, it's just a poster. Just ignore it. Yeah. Block it. Do yeah. what you've got to do. And then this woman went, she says, well, you should have known that those, those, um, those words are triggering and inflammatory. I mean, it's a quote. It's yeah. in quotes. Someone else said it. Yeah. And then they went, yeah, but you've now you've now agreed to it and you've put it on your back. Go in, man. And I just stepped, I went, fuck this. So I stepped away from it. Last time I looked at it, they were all arguing about genital mutilation. Oh, jeez. And then this one guy has really gone, he's, he's looked at all my clips. He's really, he's, just, he's gone all out and he's gone, well, and he's fucking gone for it. And then he does these big, long monologues. Because <clears throat> Jade, my missus, has got access to all my social media. Right. So she just goes on there and doesn't even read it, just deletes you it. You telling me that she's quite good at it, right? She's fucking great, yeah. man. She's 34. She's, she's, she's on, it. on it, man. To the point yesterday, I was like, listen, you've got to be less on it. <laughs> I'm sure people are just going to block it in the end. <laughs> so, this, so, she's, so she's just deleting this guy's tirades and then yeah. he's getting more and more angry and he's oh yeah deleting my comments like a bitch let's hope no one deletes you in real life on stage right. yeah. and then I'm like man it's just a picture why are you it's, so angry on it it's so ridiculous isn't it yes yeah. yeah this is the whole culture of this internet anger it's nuts isn't it it's yeah, like it's that brutal. Bill Hicks Bill Hicks used to do that bit about, he said, oh, you know, there's war and everything going off and the whole world's falling down and then look out the window and just hear crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> it's not here. <laughs> yeah, it's not real. It's not the real world. No. The whole, like, They just yeah. live on there, don't they? And they just, yeah. get, they just ramp each other up. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's the thing. They get, because they get points for anger now. Yeah. You get, you get, well, unless it's a picture of a kitten or a puppy. Oh, <laughs> you, get, yeah. you get points for that kind of joy. But other than that, like kindness is just, everybody's marking themselves by the dragging lynch mobs around. Like, yeah. yeah, any way that you can misinterpret something and make it seem offensive. Yeah, then that rallies that. Oh rallies man, all, all the time. All the internet troops. Yeah, it's fucking tedious. Yeah, it just yeah. Oh, it does. It does. It does my head in. But then I'm like, now I'm like, oh, I could just shut my laptop. Yeah, and then they're all shouting in there. You can see it moving. Yeah, oh, it's taxing. <laughs> I mean, the last one I had, 
done to me was uh, I opened up to the Twitter. It was probably about six months ago or something. I just said, does anybody want to design a profile picture for me? Fuck with one of my photos. Oh, I saw it. You so, were deciding which one. Right. Yeah. I, was, I was fucking around. And it was just a way to interact with yeah. people. And I'm like, whatever. It wasn't <laughs> a big deal. And then somebody, I don't know if you saw it. Somebody came on and go, oh, yeah, you want people to work for you for free? Oh, gonna, my. And then that got a little purchase. There was a couple that was going, who the hell do you think you are, Whitehead? You think everybody's just lining up? And, I, and, then, and then sometimes the best play is to not. Not respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always told yeah, this want, to yeah. play out. But I actually did. I just went, all right. <laughs> I just, like, was, this was the tone. I was like, all right, easy now. <laughs> I employ plenty of people. I pay people to do things. I was just, just go- doing a goofing thing. around. Yeah. I thought. And then eventually they came around. Like they were, They're obviously lefties. <laughs> obviously <laughs> actual lefties and not far rights pretending to be left. Because yeah, yeah. when they're far right pretending to be left, they'll stay angry. <laughs> They'll stay over, over woke That's and it. keep going after That's you. It. But this one, I was just like, all right, ease <laughs> up. Down. I, I've got a, you know, I got a female sound engineer. I got a couple of friends who recorded it for. I pay, I've paid people. I, you know, yeah, 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 so yeah. it's all right. Yeah, relax, man. Just a picture. Yeah. If, oh. I, if I start posting on like, will anybody flyer for me for free at the Edinburgh Festival? Yeah. Then I deserve. To get yeah, yeah. They come get me. But, but stop. Stop trying to. And yeah, so eventually, eventually the ringleader like kind of apologized. And, oh, okay. Fair, fair, fair point. Know, I guess I overreacted. Yeah. Like, yeah, you fucking did. <laughs> get it all the time. It's always the ones, it's always the trolls who know they haven't got a proper picture. Yeah. It's just a picture of something else. Oh, yeah. And then they do it on, on, on Twitter with Jade. They always call her fat and they go for her. And there's this one guy and he had, he had like Christmas decorations in his beard. So it was, yeah. his, it was his face, but... And then it said in his in his bio, he said, oh, I'm not here to offend. And he was calling her a fat cunt and a this and a that. And I'm like, dude, have you not read your own bio? What's wrong with Jesus. you? Jesus. Yeah, so he piped down. And then there's others that don't have their own. There was one who was Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, <laughs> I said, you have got Keanu Reeves as your fucking yeah. your a Very honourable man. Yeah, by all accounts, a fucking legend. Yeah. Which you clearly are not. You're a coward. Yeah. And then we got back and forth. It turned out the guy was all right. <laughs> we had a laugh. Oh, right. Now we follow each other and it's all fine. <laughs> yeah. See, they come around eventually. <laughs> yeah. But that level, straight away, they're just looking for it, aren't they? Well, there was a, I think there was a South Park. Do you watch South Park? Yeah, now and again, yeah. Is it yeah. With, uh, is it Stan's dad or whatever? I can't remember his name. But he becomes a troll. Oh, so right. he's into it. So it just shows him like coming home from work and then getting on the getting on his robe, his house coat or whatever oh, yeah, you call it, yeah. getting on his robe, pouring a glass of wine and going on to Twitter. Uh, and then he just immediately just to get that endorphin kick and he's just sitting there going, <laughs> Fuck you and just, just and just trolling them all and then he sits back and goes, Ah now to watch this world burn kind of thing. <laughs> So yeah, you can see. Yeah, people do how, get hit from it. Yeah, they do. They, yeah, they get off on. Yeah, what Jade says is like, don't just don't in, don't engage. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. you have to really try yeah. to do, no matter how much. Yeah. They, that's what I was saying. That one time with that lady, I just I just had to because that one was so obviously like. What are you trying to start here? <laughs> yeah. you a comedian gets cancelled for playing a game with his followers. <laughs> and all it was yeah. was a, what which color. Yeah, I just said, oh, yeah, no, that's, yeah, the poster thing. Well, that one, too, but no, this was, I just said, does anybody want to fuck with a photo for my, for, uh, for the profile? Yeah, right, right, right. 
You know, oh, yeah, now, they, they, thing. now you're getting into slave labor. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, how <laughs> dare I interact with people? But that Facebook thing got me down for a bit. I was a bit like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And it really, I was like, because oh, I was engaging a bit. I was like, I was like, it's just a picture. What are you getting so annoyed about? You know? Yeah. And I, kept, and I was being really reasonable, reasonable. And then I'd replied to one woman directly instead of the group. Right. And then she went, well, I don't appreciate being lumped in with everybody else. I was with you until that point. Yeah. I went, no, no, you're right. Sorry, I clicked on the wrong button. I meant to reply to everybody, you know. That's what she, and then she yeah. went, I don't think comedy's for you. And now she's kicking off. I'm like, well, it pays my rent. I don't know. I think I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I call it my job. Yeah. So I think it's been, it's been for a long time. I'm not, you didn't just see me do an open spot down at the Chuckle Hut. No, exactly. It's 15 so, years. I've been doing all right. Yeah. But yeah. It, it did. It did. It, it was the begin, beginning of Edinburgh and it, it was affecting me. So I, just, I took the app off my phone. I've yeah. been fine. I don't have Facebook on my phone. No. But I do have Messenger. Yeah. So I have to message because it's, it's just email. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Everybody looks at these things differently. But I'm like, yeah, Messenger is an email. It is a lot of people's first stop yeah. for email. And also, sometimes you, sometimes you, you don't know somebody's email, but you're if you talk to them on the festival grounds, you're yeah, like, yeah. who was that? That was <laughs> Greg, Craig, <laughs> yeah. Meg. <laughs> and then you have to like... There you go, find <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Look at that. You got to figure this out. But the goal, it would be awesome to be off of it. Yeah, it would. I want to get that. I'm jealous when I hear like Scarlett Johansson's never even been on oh, it. Oh man, that's it. To be awesome. She's just a big A-lister, but also Jim Jeffries is off it now. Is he? I'm so jealous because because it took him a long time. Yeah. But because of course, like I said he like because he can be a divisive character, and also he's got that person. He has that. He's got that personality that all of us comedians do have, which is we linger on the negative. Yes. More than on the positive, so we can have we can have a sold out show of 120 people in our room, and 119 of them leave really happy, and then one guy. Yeah. Well, well, I thought that was shit. I thought he was way better two years ago. Kind of like, and, that's ah, it, and that's it, yeah. Ah, and it just ruins us. Man, and we do it all the time. And then we almost have the kind people in our lives going, hey, there's 119 <laughs> people that enjoyed the show. Yeah, what's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, shut up. You don't understand. There's this one guy didn't like it. And I can't get it out of my mind. So anyway, yeah. it, took, uh, it took us a while to get Jim off because of those instincts because you know the guy's like selling out Madison Square Garden yeah, he and crap and then we're in me and uh, Forrest Shaw tour with him we're in uh, we're in the car with him or something and, <laughs> and, and he's just he's just like ah oh, oh, there was three complaints you know <laughs> said, uh, three people said I did too much Trump or whatever and like hey I, don't know, I only did five minutes of Trump <laughs> we're like just just so finally it took about a year but I think he's been off Proudly off yeah. since the start of the summer, which Good. has been great because I, because when I talked to him, I was like, I just like last week, I was like, did you see the thing on the, and he and right away he was like, nope, <laughs> nope, haven't even been on it. I've been sitting on my couch watching baseball, and if there's anything I need to know, my agents tell me. I was like, good for you, man. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to see that you. Is, yeah, yeah, that's, what a wonderful life. That's the way forward because that because yeah. it is the po it is poison. That's you know? awful. Yeah, I want to get to that point. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It's going to be hard. I think it's great, it's man. a rare it's rare to achieve though because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because unfortunately we do need it. Yeah. But it's hard to have that discipline to use it for the yeah. good things in our lives. Yeah. Well, like Joe Rogan says, you t tweet and drop. Yeah. So yeah. You yeah. Just don't look at it. Don't get in. Don't do we got to do and then leave it. Yeah. <clears throat> remember that it's a video game. Oh yeah. That's the important thing to remember too. You got to remember that it's a video game. So if you're locked in 
then that video game's beating you. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> or or if you're like checking for to see your likes go up or whatever, then you're then yeah, you're the video into, games yeah, got you. You're not. Yeah. So you gotta yeah. So exactly, you gotta just treat yeah. it for what it is. Treat it as a networking little you know thing. Little They're thing, all just yeah. websites that we're using to yeah. show what we do or you know to yeah, that's the thing. network do, and yeah, market and it, ourselves. It does work. Yeah. It works for this podcast. Exactly. I've, I have people messaging me afterwards going, oh, yeah, I feel that way, and I've, I've done that. And you go, yeah, man, that's yeah. the point of it. We've all done these things. That's, yeah. why, we, that's, why, it's, that's why it's called insane in the membrane. Right. It's supposed to be about, it, the jumping off point is mental health, but it right. goes anywhere. Because, yeah. you know, people get something from whatever. This show is made by Dark Horse Digital. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. What's it like in the writing room? Is it quite? I always imagine it to be quite sort of uh, cutthroat, and, and if you don't if you don't get a, get a few ideas in, then they're like, oh, you're gonna have to. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, our Wednesday. So we record on Tuesdays, and Wednesday is our uh, pitch ideas day. There's only seven of us. Probably gonna be eight this season. Yeah. You know, and the head writer. Um, so it's not too bad. We sometimes get quite argumentative about. Uh, but it's not hard to pitch your pitch the topic, right? So that's all good. I yeah. think we're all kind about that. So we'll sit around the table and we'll pitch the topic. Okay. But then when the topic's chosen, then we get a bit testy. Okay. Because if Jim's not there yet as well, debates about how to approach that topic. For example, this is why I want to talk to you about the like. For example, we did masculinity. We had a piece on masculinity. Yeah. Uh, last season, and that got quite testy. And I mean, it was pretty simple to explain, but even within our writer's room, we're all liberals, but I'm actually probably the furthest to the right. I'm moderate, <laughs> yeah. so I'm a moderate, and then there's some extreme uh, left liberals. But our, but uh, I think me and another writer, we pitched a piece on masculinity, and we wanted to talk about the Me Too movement, but we wanted to talk about how we're men, but we're allies. Mm. So please stop being... So some terms that are labeling us and hurt, like I wish sometimes that we could return to calling people douchebags and dickheads <laughs> instead of calling them straight white men. Yeah, because we used to say straight white men. That's 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 not fair. Call no. them dickheads or call them you know just there's so many words. Yeah, because that, that like, is, we yeah. used to rally against the rich and we used to rally against like all these things. But this whole catchphrase of like straight white men it, mm. it doesn't work. And so anyway, we want to do a piece on masculinity. And then, uh, and then it was a, an outrageous debate for about 24 hours in our room because uh, some, of, a couple of our writers wanted to wanted to it to be about toxic masculinity. Okay. Yeah. And then, so, and it, the line was like quite clear. Like yeah. some of us male writers were like, "No, we want to do masculinity. We want to yeah. talk about how we're the allies." <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, yeah. You know, like we're men, but we're your yeah, allies. Yeah, man. And then, so, so that was quite a heated. Yeah. So those those kind of situations arise yeah. every now and then when it's yeah. when somebody else has an agenda of like, you know, they like the whole that. like, you know, I don't know, like victimhood or like we don't like the whole debate about it being about toxic even when we bring up the piece now if we're having heated debates or something yeah and then so there's a couple of our writers who are like this is like when we argued about the toxic masculinity piece and then me and another writer will be like you mean the masculinity piece stop it it's stop not... doing that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah not all masculinity is toxic I, no, I, I but talk about trying it to label show. it as yeah. that is, is not going to help any of us it's not helping either side no of course to, not because actually because men are actually kind enough that you will get to our souls yeah. and hurt us. And you're hurting your allies yeah. by, going, by making us just go home and feel depressed and sit in the yeah. darkness and going, 
Am I just am I bad and I just don't know it? <laughs> Man, I talk about I talk, I, mean, I talk about it in my show because we still you know the reason there are differences between men and women is that when we lock together like a jigsaw puzzle we work. Yeah. So you know on a on a basic level that's why. Yeah. But now we we're, we're getting rid of all the pieces and now we're getting rid of now we're going ah oh, well men are the problem so just get rid of men and you're like well yeah. hang on a minute this works because we work together. Yeah. You know and we're not exactly. all, we're not all, you know that is that's the thing to go oh, it's not all men you go I'm going to keep saying it. I will yeah. keep saying it because I've never molested anybody. <laughs> I've never done that, you know. Well, that's that, and that is just it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm having trouble thinking of another topic right now, but that's the yeah. the, the thing of um, valuing people based on their individual merits. I feel it should happen more often. Mm. So I sometimes feel that way in LA. I'm now the only international writer in the room as well. I'm oh, okay. the only Canadian. As Matt Kirshen's moved on. It used to be me and Matt Kirshen. Yep. Who is, of course, yeah, yeah, a yeah. British comedian that, that you know so it was me and Matt and then everybody else was American and now Matt's Matt's moved on to uh, another project and so it's me so I'm the only international one but also I have a career of like I traveled I was based out of here for 15 years oh, yeah. so I've learned all kinds of different cultures and yep. and uh, you know and I know the British culture well and so, yeah and Brexit is on the lips of everybody around the world right now <laughs> so um you know, and even in Ireland, the repeal the eighth movement yeah. with the abortion laws and stuff. So I was bringing stuff like that to the table. Where, of course, our American writers want to write about American stuff. But I found it, yeah, so sometimes it's it's, to make it more it's insulting and it's also disheartening to mm. go, well, who cares what his individual life experiences are? <laughs> He's a straight white man. Because so. yeah. we are all very different. Of course, yeah. So that's yeah, why it's yeah. not helping. And that's, that's why I, I, want, I wish we could make a concerted effort to return to douchebags, <laughs> dickheads, <laughs> numbnuts, all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pompous twats. Yeah, wankers, like, bellends. Wankers, yeah, yeah. Like, like, let's define all those. Out, yeah. and then we can spot them all individually. Well, that's it, and it used to be so. Like you, I, I, I know when they say straight white male, I, I, I sort of know what kind of man they're talking about. Yeah, douchebags. Yeah, douchebags. They're talking yeah, about douchebags. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I wish, and we, we all, we all recognise those toxic, but by arrogant just, douchebags. <laughs> but by just this blanket <laughs> thing, like you say, yeah, it's just we all. I, the three shows I saw in Edinburgh. I walked away going, fuck, man. I just feel, I've paid money and now I've just been flattened into the floor. Right. And I'm like, I, I'm, okay. And then afterwards, like, oh, thanks for coming. It's really nice. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for letting me come and, and learn. <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks for allowing. There's always room to learn. <laughs> yeah. It does fuck so. you up. It does fuck you up a bit. Yeah. You know? And, you know, so we're paying the price for people that are causing the problems. Yeah. So, know? I mean, and to take it back to your question about the writer's room, or is, but, and maybe that's just the element of the culture or the uh, transitional period we're in right now, yeah. the, the learning period yeah. that we're all in, not yeah. just the straight white man learning. Right. I think everybody's learning because yeah. I think even some people who are on that bandwagon of shaming an entire sex. Like, yeah. <laughs> shaming yeah. an entire sex and, and well, even uh, they're learning yeah I think they're learning too I think it's starting to swing back to, to a middle place of people yeah. going oh because there was also that whole like there was a good 
well, I mean, it's still happening when you point out that that's racist and sexist to, mm. to do that. And then there's like, well, it's not because you guys are privileged and, and it can't yeah. be like, no, no, you can't <laughs> redefine. You can't <laughs> redefine what racism and sexism is. That is racism. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. This is what racism so, is. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe it's swinging back. Uh, I think bit, there's I think there's an but, air of people going, oh, calm the fuck down, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that being said, to go back to your question about the writers' room, is I would say we are all liberals yeah. in the writers in this writers' room, uh, moderates, and we're all from a bit different backgrounds. I guess I'm the only Canadian, but they're all Americans. But I would like to think that it's kind of a product of the environment how much liberals fight amongst themselves right now. Okay. I always think. The weird thing is I always think that um, the people on the right have an ability to make allies out of their enemies. Yeah. <laughs> they'll compromise because they can see, because they're not stupid either. No, they're, no, no. So they, can, they compromise and make allies out of their enemies. But something's crazy about people on the left, the liberals, yeah. including our, like most comedians are quite, yeah, liberal, yeah, quite yeah. liberal. Um, and us, as I watched, I just feel like I watch liberals and I think in the current, era we're in they have the ability to make enemies out of their allies oh man and yeah, that's yeah. the difference well they're all it's all about out sort of out woking each other yeah so oh, i'm i'm more in tune with what's going on than you are yeah totally and it's all that going on you're like dude have you not seen over the road what's coming <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop bickering <laughs> yeah. about this and look at that because that's yeah. gonna fuck us up because they don't fuck about yeah, you know, to unite. Yeah, yeah, and we, but, and the whole planet's fucked. We should all be joining together and go. Yeah, yeah. our ecosystem's going to be gone soon. Yeah. So the planet will still be here, but we won't be. Yeah. So, you know what? This is this means nothing. Yeah. Let's join up, man. Trying to get our yeah. shit together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entirely, man. Yeah, and that that's that. There's things like that to play on my mind. I just I feel like I'm stood in the middle of this angry mob, going, "Will you all just chill the fuck out?" Yeah. Just look what that's on fire. The world is on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's get our priorities yeah, straight. Exactly. And you're having to go at that person because he's got a plastic bottle. That's yeah. on fire. You know, oh, and it, exactly. it, it just come on man. Yeah, we yeah. we have we fucked it by plastic and all that shit. We shouldn't be using that, but you shouldn't be out trying to out fucking Yeah. Outwoken. And also yeah. maybe the art of diplomacy mm. as well. I don't know if that's a Commonwealth thing or even but I think the British and the Canadian... We just got distracted by Ed, Ed, Ed Burns still wandering <laughs> the hallways. Haunting the hallways. I don't know if we disturbed him. I wonder what he's looking for. He's, yeah, he's got his earplugs in. He does have earplugs in, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? The, uh, Trying to outwork the, yeah, each other. Well, the ability to compromise or have a little bit of diplomacy. Here he comes. <laughs> Uh, oh, I think I saw it in the bathroom like hours and hours ago. He's lost his phone. Lost his phone. Of course. Yeah. But it's in the house. It's in the house. It's in the bathroom. <laughs> um, Didn't know if we disturbed him. Uh, so yeah, so diplomacy. Because yeah. like what you were saying, like for example, the plastic bottle thing. Mm. Um, yeah, you're right. Some people will go zero to 60. Yeah. And just get... And like, and even though everybody's heard the patter before, but but even if you just could be nice about it, go, hey, yeah. you know that plastic bottle, or like, yeah, just yeah, be a, yeah, that's it. a yeah. little bit more diplomatic. <laughs> but there just seems to be a lot of people in the world right like now. Just like batting them out of people's just hands. Like, oh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you are uh, killing my children. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't work on a lot of us because that'll make me go and buy three more plastic <laughs> bottles and drink them in front of you. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your children. Yeah, yeah. So, you want to get to me, be kind. <laughs> but it, is, it needs to be more of that. Just talk to each other. Yeah. And because and this is the thing, this, this podcast came from you know, men needing to talk to each other and be more open about right. f- feelings. And it, and it, you know, and, but we're also living in a world where we're being told to shut up. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. fuck, man. You're just telling us to open up because we're committing suicide left, right, and center. Yeah. And then you're saying, shut up. So what do you want? Yeah. What? I was reading about that as well. That, that is another thing on our show that we wanted. See, that, see, yeah, therein lies the debates because we wanted to do a, a, a show on the. I mean, it was, it's, it's related to the masculinity thing, but mm. the. But the suicide rate amongst men, but the suicide rate amongst women is climbing aggressively as well. Is it? Like, yeah, it's shot up wow. like four hundred percent. Like, um, you know, so percentage-wise, yeah. yes, women, uh, female suicides are growing and, wow, and exponential. They're growing faster than men, but that's yeah. but men are still committing suicide a thousand to one. Like, they're still they're still <laughs> we're still way outnumbering of men. Yeah, we're still way outnumbering you, ladies. But the women are the women are catching es- up. It's escalating fast. So, um, so was, we had that debate, and that's why it's interesting. In because we wanted to discuss just suicide and what makes people feel like they're mm. lost and stuff. And uh, and it's weird because if you break it down, so many more men are killing themselves than women. Yeah. But if you look at the percentage, the, the, the women are women. So it depends on how you want to spin it. You can always use percentages. Yeah. Use the numbers for one side or Is the percentages it? for the other side. So Depending on what, what side you want to get across. And, yeah. 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 But we should be worried about everything. We, Everybody, we should, yeah. We've obviously got all of our priorities wrong. Oh, God, yeah. In when it comes to, like, when it comes to a life-work balance. Mm. We're obviously making mistakes because yeah. both sexes are having trouble dealing yeah. with. Yeah, but we're just being turned into worker bees. That's what we are. Yeah, businessmen rule the world. That houses are getting smaller and smaller, to the pr- and we can't afford them. Yeah, so you're gonna end up having to buy pods. So we're gonna yeah. look like we're just worker bees, just going off to, to service them and come back. Yeah, and yeah, and there's also it, a yeah. win, and also the win lose, win lose culture. Mm. You know. Yeah. So if you do yeah. feel like a lo- if you do throw your hat in the ring. For the worker bee world, <laughs> and say you fall short. Yeah, you know, if we only have time to choose one avenue, and that avenue becomes a dead end. Yeah, that's pretty crushing and depressing. Yeah. Matt, what's the know. same with comedy? Like, I've, I, it's a few people that I've seen like, trying to do comedy, and they've been going for years, but they just haven't kicked on. Right. And I see them, and they're just like, oh, "How did you get into that club? And that club?" We go, "Well, you, you have to go and do it." And yeah. then if you if you if you're not if you can't do it, then they're not going to book you, and it's yeah. so it is. I feel for those people because they really want to be comedians, right? Yeah. Oh God, I don't know what to say to you. Yeah. You know? So it's the same with that. It's like, yeah, you choose that path. Yeah, man. And you haven't got what it takes, then the worker bees aren't going to wait for you. Yeah, you got to put a few irons in the fire nowadays too. Yeah. I think. I think you got to do a bit of everything, and I think that helps you stay happy as well. You yeah. Have to try to remember to do more things because that's one thing I'll tell you about Los Angeles because in Los Angeles the comedy stand-up comedy culture isn't as strong no. in America oh really no it's more thought of as a like a stepping stone to bigger things oh, okay and everybody does really 10 minute spots so it's not like what we have in Britain the British comedy circuit where even a headliner um, at, a, at a pinch can, can be asked to just do 25 just yeah, do your killer yeah, yeah. 25 boom and that's we've come to ex- expect that yeah but a lot of times in America um, so it's like five guys doing 10 
and then a headliner doing 40, yeah, 45, what? whatever. Um, but those five guys doing 10, that's most of like Hollywood, most mm. of L.A., and most of American stand-up comedy is just these guys working on tens. Here we are doing wow, an hour. Here, here <laughs> we're doing an hour here at the Edinburgh yeah. Festival. So that kind of shows the difference in the oh, comedy shit, culture. Man. So that can get uh, repetitive and sad, and yeah. also because you don't, you're not building as well. It doesn't, the structure doesn't exist. Where, like, say at the comedy store, like you remember, comedy store goes. Uh, Don Ward would be like, "All right, I give you a five on a Thursday. Yep. And then I'll give you a five on a Friday, and that goes well. I'll give you a ten open spot on a Thursday that goes well I'll give you a 10 open spot on a Friday and that goes well I'll give you a 10 open spot on a Saturday and then I'll think about giving you a 20 on a Thursday yeah and then that 20 goes well <laughs> and I'll give you your first paid 20 or whatever on the Friday that's like, it and that's so there's this structure that you can, yeah. that you can aim for but it doesn't really work that way in America because I think they're I think they really think about ticket sales and stuff like that and they want you to just be they want famous or they want credits that's right yeah on a sheet so you are a 10 minute spot until you're famous yeah and then when you're famous you can do whatever you, you, want. you want yeah because then they get to put you on the poster and, and sell that's tickets it. so that's how they work there's uh, no structure so I did it I, I gigged over there for a bit I was in, I spent 10 days so I did all the New York clubs <clears throat> and then I went out to do Bananas in Poughkeepsie yeah and I emceed that and um Went, yeah, and I got there and I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah no, it's great, it's great. Well, we'll have you back and you can feature. Right. This is the next, this is the, the support to the yeah. main guy. And the, I remember the, this guy turned up, I can't remember his name, but he came out, he looked like, he was like Luther Vandross. He had this real like soul, this suit on and he had all this yeah. amazing jewelry and, and he looked slick as fuck. And he just walked in and he went, right, these are my credits. I've been on this, 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 and this. Yeah. And I just went, ah, oh, yeah. So we don't really do that where I'm from. Yeah. And he went, you're not where you're from. You're here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So then, and I'm up, and I'm, in my head, I'm like, fuck, fuck, I'm trying to remember, it's just a fucking list. And I'm like, oh, you would have seen this guy on this, and you'd have seen him on that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then as he, as, we, as he came on stage, he went, you missed one. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Americans love that. They, it doesn't work in front of our, in front of the Brits. No, at all. you got to go the other way. I've seen some bad bombings in, with, when they get credits and stuff. Oh, I used to say that as a joke, there was an American comic at the, comedy store once and I remember I used it as a joke for a while but I was like you know three British comedians and an American visiting comedian are backstage and the MC goes the compare goes what do you want to come on to and the British guys go oh, bring me on to the Smiths the other British guy goes oh bring me bring, bring me on to Led Zeppelin and then the other guy goes oh, bring me on to Guns N' Roses and then the visiting American comic goes can you bring me on to he's been on the Jay Leno show <laughs> and he's done Letterman twice and he's on a Subway commercial next season he's got a guest spot coming up on the <laughs> <laughs> no pick a fucking song I'll bring you on to that you motherfucker <laughs> oh man and that's, that's, I saw as well I remember being in, I was in Vegas and I, I was out, I was allowed to jump up and do a quick spot and Aziz Ansari was headlining. Oh yeah. I'd never seen him before and it was like, it started well and then it just fucking, then it just went and he's just still, but he still had to do his time. Oh right, so like he still dipped. just Yeah, so he just kept going. And yeah. I saw that again in Poughkeepsie, the guy was, in the end he's just walking around the room. Really? Just trying to do, and it, they were just staring at him. Yeah, I guess that's the thing about, yeah, the, they say about being famous too, it only gives you... Yeah, yeah you get that first burst and then after whatever, that. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then you got to keep them up. Yeah, man. So yeah. yeah, so it's weird. So that's what I would say about um, that changing culture. So in order to try to stay happy, because I actually started to feel quite sad when I first moved to America. So right, because it was so different to here. Yeah, and also just because I thought, 
thought, you know, I thought I'm a really good stand-up. Yeah. So as soon as I get on the stage there, boom, I'll get. Yeah. And they'll go, oh, the yeah, cycle fine, yeah. and like, you're great. Let's have you headline and stuff. And then I, you know, quickly realized, oh, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it works like, yeah, you you're really get good. Famous. We'll keep giving you these tens until you're. So you got to figure out some other way. Fuck, man. Um, so then I just started branching out. I started going to um, the Upright Citizens Brigade, which is like. You know, sketch. It was also a make busy work too. Oh, right, to yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took the I took improv. <laughs> wow, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. I did improv with a whole bunch of like twenty two year olds, and I was like this thirty five year old comedian going, "What the fuck?" And was it money? Um, can you? Uh, you, you can't earn any money, can you? No, there's there's no there's no money in in the stand up sets. No. no, I mean very little. You got to go. Uh, basically, there's no money in Hollywood, but if you go to like the Ice House in Pasadena, yeah, which is probably 20 minute drive. Yeah, I've heard talk about that. They'll yeah. give you 75 bucks. Okay. Um, if you go to uh, Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa Beach, which is like another like 35 minute drive, yeah, they'll give you 50 bucks. But so those are. The little satellite ones. Yeah, yeah. So Poughkeepsie can, was fifty dollars a show. Yeah, yeah, so you can get little nickel and dimes here, here, here and there. Yeah, but you know it does not. And I mean, and those shows are fun and stuff. But for the most part, if you uh, like living in London and knowing that we can, you can make a living. Yeah. Like going, um, that doesn't exist in, in LA. You're just going down there to. But you're also you're networking. Yeah. Because like, I'm on a cartoon now, and I wouldn't have got that cartoon if I didn't oh, cool, go out in town. And yeah. People hear my voice, or whatever. So, so that's that would be the irons in the fire thing, and that yeah. was what I did with the Upright Citizens Brigade. So I took the improv thing and I did the writing <laughs> course. They have a writing course as well. Excellent. And now I write for Jim Jeffries. So yeah, that's, man. So that's that's what you have to do to survive in America. <laughs> I think you have to do everything. Everything. Yeah. Which. Yeah, which is a bummer. Well, it's not a bummer, it's, but that's I think that's the future of our, of our yeah. job as well. I mean, pod, podcasting. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you gotta uh, be doing everything because you not you can't just be a stand up anymore. You can't just those days. Mm. I think are gone. Oh man, yeah. It used to be you'd have weekends away and yeah. and, and our money would tumble in, and now you go, oh, like tonight I'm in Cardiff, tomorrow I'm in Norwich. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. Yeah. It used to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday because I've been touring over here all summer as well. Yeah. I came over late May. Came over for Glenwell's wedding. Oh. <laughs> came over Glenwell's wedding, and then I just did do gigs. I did a tour of Ireland first, so yep. that, and that was great. That was nine nights. But nice. The only, the only, but it was the Laughter Lounge in Dublin. That mm. was three straight. Yeah, right. But then it was like one night in Limerick, one night in Galway, one night uh, yeah. uh, Belfast, right? And um, and yeah, I noticed that. Uh, yeah, Because we used to have that in Britain. We used to have, you go up on Thursday. That's it. it used to be, it was great. Yeah, you it was fantastic. It was great because you go up on Thursday, you have a lovely Thursday night gig, you meet the comedians you're working with. Yep. So you get to know like who your mates are for the weekend or who you're, or whether or not you're going to just be solo. Or, you know, meet new people or whatever. So that's our, th we're like dogs off our leash mm. in the park, basically on Thursday. Just sniffing each other's assholes. And, then, and the great thing is we've had our travel day out of the way. And Friday, the town is usually kind of empty because it's still a work day, a school that's day it. for all of them. So then we have, we're out and yeah. about on, in, in town on Friday. We can go see a movie and be the, be the only <laughs> comics in, in the movie theater. Yeah, man. Like it was a real bonding thing and then we do the show Friday night and then we get a bit drunk Friday yeah. night and then we sleep in and be lazy <laughs> in our hotel and avoid the public because it's Saturday yeah. now and it's going to be packed out there in the real yeah. world and we chill and then we do our show Saturday night and we, and and we, it. Uh, and then we yeah. it was just a great rotation but, nice. I, but I 
you know, oh, those were the day. <laughs> um, and now, and now, yeah, now it's only and now Friday. Like, it's Friday, Saturday, isn't it? And yeah, that's if you're lucky. Friday used to be our hangout in the that's town, it, man. in an empty yeah. hangout in the empty city. That's it. Um, and see a movie or whatever, but that's now our travel day. So we arrive on Friday. Yeah. Do the gigs Friday night, and then and I don't know. Then I don't know what's that. I don't know if it's because. There's more comedy online or people are just they haven't got a lot of money so they're investing in people that they know rather than just a random yeah. random people on a on a bill yeah well, i think yeah. online has more power doesn't it than, yeah. than live whereas there was just a sweet spot with live mm. that started in 2001 or whatever of like just the live up, club yeah. experience and then uh but it, but you know they say it comes in ebbs and flows yeah i'm sure so, it'll, it'll There'll be a burst. Who knows? It'll yeah come back around again. Yeah, um, but in the meantime, we have to keep doing different things like podcasting and yeah, writing and podcast and writing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we haven't been renewed on our show yet, but I was saying my manager is all excited because I do have a couple of ideas of how I will try to improvise mm. and do some other stuff. Like I want to do some live podcasting um, in clubs and stuff oh, yeah. in LA. That's all if, you know, if we don't get the nod from Comedy Central, which they should. They should yeah, they should yeah. totally renew the show. But, uh, but yeah, you've got to yeah. keep all those ideas going. Yeah, man. I think that's the and same with, not just in Hollywood, but in everyday life. you just got to keep, yeah. try and find things that you find interesting. And, yeah. You know, so you're not just working, oh, sleeping, yeah. Yeah, and working, that's the other, sleeping. Yeah. Like, and even running gigs, too. You never thought of that as a comic. Because you know yeah. that it's going to be taxing and running a gig. I did it once. Pain. It's hard, isn't Brutal. it? Brutal. But I did notice that a friend of mine, uh, his name's Alex Nussbaum, back in... Uh, <coughs> I know, Alex, yeah, I saw him oh, last year. Yeah, oh, excellent comic. Alex has yeah. just started a club, so he's just done that. He and I live in East Hollywood. Okay. Um, we got a little local bar called the Nowhere Bar. Yeah. And they right. have a patio back. The patio's not any bigger than this living room, so it's probably yeah. maybe a 25-seater <laughs> at most. So we started at the Nowhere Bar. It's called the No Space Gig. Nice. But I was like, good for him, because I talked to him about that, too. And we're like... It does feel taxing because of, of all the admin that you'll have to do. And also telling some of your friends sometimes that there's no room on the yeah, bill, yeah. which can be hard, you know. Oh, God, yeah. you're doing a yeah. gig that's once a month, and then you get that call from your friend after you've already booked the, the next eight months. And you're like, okay, dude, <laughs> dude I, I can give you a spot yeah. in nine months. <laughs> that's all I got. I was the worst at booking. The one I did was when I, I, I hadn't long started gigging. I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So I just ended up having the same people every weekend, right. Marlon Davis and uh, and uh, Kane Brown, yeah. Prince Abdi, and all those people. Right, because they were just starting out, so they needed the stage time. So I just it was, and so it worked out fine. But yeah. never made any money. It's right. just shit. Yeah, but yeah, Alex Newsbaum. He was I saw him last. He was here last year in Edinburgh. Just saw him on a compilation show with um, what's his name, Kirk Smith. Yeah, Kirk Smith. Yeah, right. he was running a gig. I saw Alex on. Alex was fantastic. Yeah. So funny. Alex man. is great, man. He's got a new album out. Um, but yeah, and then this gig. But I think that's a move that you have to do. That's one of those lateral moves that yeah. you have to do in places like America. Or in LA, anyway, definitely. Yeah. Is I it, think is he's it, really happy now. So he started a gig. And that also allows you to network with people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Them, which is just so important because it's so hard to just sit at home and wait for the bat signal in the sky. Yeah, yeah, wait yeah. to be summoned to perform your stand-up <laughs> comedy. Which is unfortunately how we get spoiled here. Because yeah. I do think we get the bat signal in the sky all the time. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. need Doesn't him. <laughs> we need him on our stage. Oh, so glad you called. Yeah. But that won't, that won't happen in LA. You no. won't just be sitting there for a long time. Going, maybe maybe, maybe the bulb's gone. Yeah, maybe the bulb's out. Yeah. 
if it's not working, I'm looking up to the sky. Well, we have a version of LA. We all, I, I, I do. Either it's all glitz and glamour, and yeah. everyone's hustling. Everyone's gonna be or has been in a movie or ever been yeah. in something. And is it like that? I was only, I was only there for, for three days, so I didn't really get well, a chance. Well, yeah, I think everybody is hustling. Everybody's, uh, like I said, like just doing a bit of everything and. And yeah, everybody's trying to get little projects mm. off the ground. People are doing sketches and people are doing, yeah. doing, yeah. So, and yeah, and there's lots of levels of movies. So yeah. in a lot of ways, yeah, there's tons yeah. of people in movies doing stuff. I know some people that have gone from here, gone over to LA and they're doing, they're, oh, I'm doing the movies. And then you see and you go, oh yeah. Like, yeah. B movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a thing. <laughs> it's still a thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I quite I, like a good B movie. Evil Dead was yeah. a B movie. Yeah, man, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, do what you do. You just keep just busy. And just keep doing it. You, you know, enjoy living there. I really love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I bike. I bike to work. Oh wow! I was, I was saying, I lived. I lived here for 15 years, and I owned one pair of shorts. Yeah. And I think for periods of my 15 years living here, there was periods where I didn't own any shorts. <laughs> so it wasn't until I started to have to go to the gym and stuff, started to maintain my... Oh, yeah, you got to go to you start to age, <laughs> you start to go... You know that time when... I don't know, it'll happen in your early 30s, when you just go... Because you forgot you still had this image of yourself at 27. Yeah, or, and then it. finally you look in the mirror at 32 and go, oh, what's this gut? Where'd this come from? I keep seeing photos of myself now from this Edinburgh. And I'm like, oh, my... Because I do... At the beginning of my show, I, I'm already on the stage. Yeah, I'm re- it's like I'm in a waiting room, so I'm reading a magazine as everyone's coming in. So people take photos and then they put it up online. I'm like, oh man, I just look like I've squashed down human. It's this belly and that. And I, that's not me. Is that me? Shit. I know. I was in better shape when I showed up. Yeah. Well. Oh man. Bo- uh, booze uh, every day. Yeah, we've been boozing, every, and but we've been sweating a lot on stage. And I think I was telling myself that's keeping me. Feeling- <laughs> Nah, man. Nah, you're fucked. First two weeks, I went to the gym a couple times, but now, I, yeah, I was looking at a show from Thursday night or whatever. I was like, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I haven't weighed myself. I've gained like ten pounds. Ten pounds party. Ten pounds. Every, like, as, soon, as soon as you come out of the gig, someone. There's yeah. been a couple of times I've, I've I've gone out the back way, so I don't see anyone. Yeah. So I just get in, get in, and go home. So then I'm right. not. I have a couple of days with no booze. Yeah. Because you walk out and people are so, like, oh, do you want to drink? Like, oh, yeah, go on then. Yeah, you, you can't avoid it. No. Yeah. And people come to the shows and everything. But so that's what I was going to say was, um, so I owned one pair of shorts. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. So I owned one pair of shorts, and uh, now in LA, I owned five. <laughs> and I just, I sometimes, I sometimes yeah. think about that, and I'm like, this is crazy. I, yeah. never, I never saw this happen. 15 years in Britain, because like, you don't need shorts in this. No, of course not. <laughs> Other than the occasional trip to the gym, yeah, 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 um, you don't need shorts. So now I got five. I bike to work. I, our studios, our no, studio is a fourteen-minute bike ride away from uh, from my place. In what a life, man! That's, and, uh, that's so it's fun. so yeah. So it's, so I'm really enjoying it. Really, yeah, really like it. And you also, and, and, and like I said, the, you find the good communities as well, like good, mm. good groups of. That's cool. Well, in my case, comics and yeah. stuff. Some comics, some actors, and stuff like that. And nice, and, man. Uh, yeah. So when are you going back? I go back on the thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. And then you're back writing for. Yeah, man. Jim. Yeah. Nice back in man. the room, and then yeah. uh, we get ten more episodes, and then, and then, uh, and then we'll see. Then hopefully we'll be renewed. Cool. I think we. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. They got it. Seems to be doing all right. They got it. <laughs> they got it. I mean, yeah. I think they're always afraid to renew somebody like Jim Jeffries right away because 
it'll give him too much power. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think I think they I think yeah. they plot high up. That's go, it. Yeah. Don't yeah. renew him or he'll go off the hook. <laughs> yeah. And white, com- white, white, yeah, white. Comics like me that are writing for him going, let him go off the hook. <laughs> give him all the confidence <laughs> in the world. Let him. Let him take over everything. Yeah, let him go nuts, man. It's mad. Well, I, remember, I remember seeing first time I saw him when I was running up the creek in Maidstone. Yeah. And he and he came to and he was on that. And he was just this quiet dude. I remember just doing this bit of material about the A team. No, oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. The yeah. And catching himself in the mirror when he's having sex and giving himself the thumbs up. Oh yeah, yeah, that was all funny. <laughs> and it was just this guy, and then all of a sudden he just became Jim fucking Jeffries. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? That's not the same dude. Yeah, man. It's brilliant. It's yeah. good yeah. to see. Exploded. Thanks for this. Um, yeah, man. Thanks it's for hanging out. It was lovely. Yeah, I, really cool, want, I really wanted to do that. I really wanted cool, to do that. Insane in the membrane. So that was JJ. Uh, as you heard, we were in, in. It was. I think it was like three quarters of the way, three quarters of the way through Edinburgh. So we were coming to the end. So a bit weary and a little bit low energy. And we were talking quietly because we try not to disturb Ed and everyone else. Anyone else that was staying in the in the flat. Um, at one point, he did think that we. We'd been there. We'd been there all night. It's like, no, that's old Edinburgh. Um, thank you again for tuning in. Thank you to JJ for, for joining me. Thank you to Ed for letting us record in his in his flat in Edinburgh. Um, and uh, good luck to everybody. I hope you're all well. And we'll see you again next week. Don't forget to jump up on iTunes. Jump, drop us a, a five star review. And, and if you want to drop me a message, uh, please do so. I try to get back to everybody if I can. So yeah, do it. Have a chat. Uh, it's always nice to hear from you guys. So until next week, take care of yourselves. Look after each other. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>